0: Good afternoon. Um, <laughs> Buenas tardes. You're right. Buenas tardes. Buen provecho. Um, it's uh, uh, just a blessing to be here uh, this afternoon and have the opportunity to share with you what um, uh, this uh, church planting project is is about. What the Lord uh, has been calling us for in in our city. Um, And I have some some pictures, some information, some slides that uh, I I believe will help to uh, see and kind of like get a better understanding of what the city looks like, Um, the current situation in in Mexico, in in Monterey specifically, and and obviously our our plans um, regarding this. So uh, that right there is... uh, uh, mountain well known mountain there in, in Monterey. it 's called Cerro de la Silla because it has um, uh, I keep forgetting about that name is it the how you when you sit on a horse it 's called that saddle yeah I was thinking saddle back but I guessing that 's something else but saddle yes, it has that shape so that 's why it um it, they, they call him that Cerro de la Silla so it 's a it 's um really beautiful. Mountain, really beautiful um, uh, land landmark of, of Monterey, and it's um, again just um, really exciting for us to go back. This is um, family: Gabriel, all oh, Gabriel, and Marianne, or two kids. He's six; she's uh, she's three now. Hi, Marianne, and my wife Valeria, and um, yes, in two thousand sixteen was when. The uh, Lord brought us here to to California, and, and um, I graduated from my MDip last year, and I'm currently working on my ThM, which is, as you know or might have probably heard, it's a modular program, which means that you can finish it um, by coming a uh, couple, either a week or two weeks a semester, and and finish that. So I'm currently on my third semester, and that is an important aspect of the project in Monterey, and I would. Uh, probably talk a little bit more about about why this degree is also important for the context of the ministry there in in Monterey. So um, here's um, a map, and uh, so you can have a better idea of where the uh, city is located, and obviously get the context of uh, with that southwest part of the United States, that's Texas, and you see San Antonio, you see Austin, Houston, so those cities are uh, less than 10 hours uh, driving distance from, from Monterey, so um, uh, it's very common for, for people from Monterey to to either have relatives or um, just family members, extended family in, in Texas. Um, the difference between California and Texas for, 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 for this context, this immigration context, is that most of the people from the other side of Mexico are the ones who come to California. So it's very rare to meet someone from Monterey here in California because usually they're on the other side. <laughs> and... And you see that also in restaurants. So you hear more, a lot, a lot more about Jalisco and Guadalajara here, but you will hear a lot more about Monterey in Texas and restaurants, flavors, and all that. It's it's same thing. So um, it's called City of uh, of the Mountains because it's surrounded by mountains. So it's uh, the second largest metropolitan area in Mexico. Now it it uh, um, surpasses Guadalajara. It's five point three million people. So it is it, it, it's. Uh, it's it's really big, and most of the people, as you can imagine, are, are at least they think that they're Roman Catholics, but they profess to be Roman Catholics. And um Monterey is also considered a very important city for universities, and um, we we have I, I mentioned there like top. Uh, Mexican universities there, but also in the Latin American context, and even in the in the world, they are very well ranked, so we have a lot of international students coming in from Europe, from the States, and there are at least two universities who have, like, exchange programs with Ivy League universities in the States, top universities in Europe, so... Um, that's a little bit about the context of the city. It's, it's very industrial because of the universities as well. So there are a lot of opportunities for employment and a lot of opportunities for tourism. We don't have beaches or anything like that. But, but, um, but mostly because of international students who come for either a semester or a school year and work there. And a little about about the um, evangelical, evangelical history of, a little about, A little bit about when the gospel first arrived to Mexico. Well, it's uh, documented that around 1864, that's when the first evangelical church of Mexico was planted, and it was planted there in Monterrey. So um, unfortunately, there's just a lot of uh, really bad churches. And this same context of industry and like international students and and, uh, being a 5.3 million uh, people, uh, it's been so big in terms of population and and area, it also brings out different troubles regarding the uh, evangelical church because um, Hillsong, for example, really well known, charismatic, bad church. So they have been planting churches all around Latin America, so they're in Argentina, they are in Brazil. And the city they pick for Mexico is Monterey. So they have a Hillsong Monterey church there, um, which gives you an idea of kind of what they are seeing, the, 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 um, the idea, um, uh, I mean, their the idea of success, of planting churches, of bringing people, young people and everything. So not just that, but another well-known singer, like contemporary Christian singer, not so many years ago decided to start a church in monterey so um and that is without considering all of the other traditional evangelical um and prosperity gospel churches that are just there so um when we think about um, when we think in mexico sometimes we we think like but they're so so close to us they they they, they should have more like might the churches sound Biblical churches, but the reality is that we not only get the good stuff, but we also get the really bad stuff. So, and most of this stuff is bad. So that's um, what, what, what the reality is in, in our city. And that is also, I mean, we are a living testimony of this precisely, because for our families, it, it took more than 30 years to finally hear or get a little bit of, of, of biblical teaching. It wasn't until we came here that we were able to tell my parents, my in-laws, and be like, "You know what? we've been learning this, we've been learning this." So they, they jump from church to church. my parents, my in-laws, both, um, and it's just really, really a sad story. It's a, it's, it's, it's a tragedy for a lot of people who um, put the trust in, 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 in leaders, in people. they don't get really sound. Uh, biblical doctrine, so they end up either leaving the church, going find another church. Some some others just start their own churches at their house, and that is the story of churches in Mexico. People are just leaving churches, split, and they decide to start a new church. So this obviously brings, brings a lot of confusion. And, well, as a matter of fact, we come from that confusion. We been learning a lot here. So you can imagine all of the bad stuff that had to be removed from our minds, from, from all these experiences and bad teaching. So this is a little bit about, about the city. I know they, in the um, previous presentation, the slide that um, we were looking at earlier, the background was also a picture of Monterey. But this is, you, you can have a better idea of how the mountains look, how the city is... Surrounded by mountains <laughs> and and um, you have you you will see houses up on top, but you'll see houses in the valley, which is most of the houses are there um, and I remember someone asking me if like you will see like rich people living in the mountains and poor people living down, but that's not necessarily the case in mexico it's like you pretty much have every everything everywhere so you you could have Really nice houses up in the mountains, but also really not so nice houses. Some areas up in the mountains where police just can't go because of how bad the situation is regarding drugs, cartels, and all that. And you probably you probably heard um, or can't imagine that for for example, Monterey is not a border city, but it's three hours away from the border. So for this <laughs> business, for the industry, it's important because. They they use that as a way to get to 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 the border. So uh, we faced a lot of really bad uh, or yeah bad bad situations. But probably about five or six years no probably about eight or ten years ago, the city was really in, in a really violent um, context. But um, it's been getting better. We have a river walk there. Um, and you will see the mountains in the background, that's the Cerro de la Silla, so you see a little bit about that. So, lots of trees, it's, it's, on the other hand, it's humid, so it's very hot, usually, and it's similar to the weather in Dallas, similar to the weather in San Antonio, it's very similar to that. Not so much as <laughs> the weather here, as you can imagine. That's a, a, a soccer stadium, as also you can, you probably heard, it's a big thing, And in Mexico, in Monterrey, you have two teams. They're they're, they're rivals. Um, My wife actually is from the other team. I'm from the other team. So we have... have, That's sad, but true. It's been really hard to bring her to the good side. but There are two two, uh, soccer teams. And I mention this because it also gives you an idea of the economic wealth that... it's in the city because these two teams pretty much um, are the ones who bring like the most or have the best rosters regarding like players from Europe players, the best players from South America so they are really wealthy because there are the industries that are backing them up um, CEMEX is a really it's a really big worldwide concrete um, concrete is it concrete yeah um, company they 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 have Contracts everywhere, offices everywhere. On the other hand, we, there's also the brewery uh, company. So that's, th- those two industries are really big in, in the city, and each one of those have their own team. So there is a lot of money that, that um, drives pretty much the city and drives the heart of the people. And that also gives you an idea of why these big churches, these big names come to the city. And why this prosperity gospel of churches keep growing and growing? Because people in in our city in Monterey are just seeing that as this successful goal for life. Uh, God will bless you. God will help you become a more successful person. Grow in money and all that. So um, that is that is a, a big issue. Uh, obviously, that needs to be dealt with with the Word of God and not with just therapy or whatever. So um, that this can give you an idea. It It is obviously still Mexico. It's a third world country. so But at the same time, it's full of contrast. Because on the one side, one of the cities in the metropolitan area is considered to be the wealthiest city in Latin America. For some uh, people, they consider that. It's the wealthiest and the most expensive in Mexico for sure. One of those cities in the metropolitan area of Monterrey. So... Um, but on the other hand, you you still see the the need uh, in 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 their lives and as well as the as the as every, anywhere else. I mean, without thinking on the economic status. Um, but that is that is um, just what our city, what our city is about. What they're looking for, what they thirst for, this just entrepreneurship, like growing, starting businesses. Uh, the universities are really feeding that into the culture, into the people, into the young people. So um, that is something that burdens our heart. It's just seeing our, our city being so um, uh, mm, close to anything else, close in their hearts, because uh, they are just thriving for getting and striving for just Making more and more and more money and and opening new businesses and offices and all that, and and just growing in in that term in that sense um, we we come from from this city so we know we know it well we understand um, because we've been also in a way a, a fruit of that society a fruit of of that uh, of, of of the city Be, we're born and raised there my My dad is from Peru and he came to well, he was sent from his family to to Mexico to Monterey, to study university, and that's where he met my mom. But um, uh, we we know that there is a lot of of need in terms of sound churches, biblical churches, and uh, with biblical leadership, just leaders and pastors who know the Word of God well. And that is part of the reason. And that is actually the reason why uh, we started we started we started the the admissions process to come to the seminary because. When I was when I started teaching um, seven years ago, not many, not many years ago, and and I look at the Bible. Even though I grew up in a church context, but reading the Bible, explaining and teaching, I noticed like, wow, this is serious. This is not like what I've seen how it's done here. It's not like about opening a church in my house, just putting a sign out there and just waiting for people to come in. This is more serious than that. Especially by um, watching Pastor John's sermons, watching the Q&A sessions. Um, And I remember, well, you, you, um, that maybe, yeah, like six or seven years ago, um, Chris G., who you probably remember, who's an elder here and now serves in another church here in California, he was very young. Um, He was, I think, still in UCLA when he asked this question in the Q&A session. And I watched this video in Monterey. So he stood up and he's... um, he asked Pastor John about how does a man know if he's called to ministry? So this is years before he actually entered seminary, or months before entering seminary and graduating and everything. And I remember watching that clip from a QA and a session, and I remember the response from Pastor John about how it's God who puts that in your heart, and if, the, if, if he's opening the doors for you, and if you see that... Um, uh, people around you just supporting you, supporting that decision, and, and you keep seeing that the doors are being open for you to pursue that, then you shouldn't wait for like another sign from him or something like that. So it was a really pastoral response that was directed to to, to me. Um, I remember being in tears and then coming back to, to our house or apartment, talking to my wife about it, and she was very supportive. Um, and and that was about yeah about six years ago, and I apply I apply I remember that I was just like I need to study there because I've seen this I'm, I see I I've, I've seen how this man preaches and and I know there is a difference between what he's doing and what others and what we've seen for many years here in, in our city. By this I I do not mean I, that Mon- there there aren't any good churches in Monterey, but. I'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> this is the um, downtown Monterey and also the uh, where the governor is. So it's, um, and it's a very nice place. So this is um, what the heart of our, of our ministry is, is um, church planting. Our ministry goal, our priority is to plant a local church in Monterey, Mexico. And this picture right here. That's me uh, pre- uh, preaching at this place um, uh, where I was actually teaching before coming here. And there are still some people who um, are still in touch with us. Uh, we have a Zoom Bible study every Thursday night. Uh, and some of the people who were attending this Bible study are still with us. Some of, some others are not. But... Um, we, we've seen the, the fruit of the word in their lives, and, and, and um, that is our priority. Pretty much what we learn here, what we've seen from elders here, from, or pastors here, just to exalt Christ as a church, to equip the saints, and evangelize the lost. And that's uh, those three, three things that are, are there, proclaim, admonish, and teach. We, we have been in like a in, really intensive course for the past five years Because we not only, or Mike is, I not only attended seminary, but also was able to sit under the preaching of faithful men, um, serve under the leadership, understand where their goal is, their priorities are, and and learn a lot from their hearts. And I'm really grateful for that. Um, I I, this is another picture of of that same place. Um, We currently, and I have a picture of this. We currently have about twenty. 20 to 25 people meeting every Thursday night with us on Zoom. Um, so that is uh, the, the response we've received so far. Because, as you can imagine, also there are people in Mexico who follow our ministry, Grace in Español, Grace Community Church, the conference, the expositories conference. So... Um, some of these some of these people just um, started emailing or sending messages to through Facebook to the Spanish Ministry to the Grace Community Church website, asking for a church in Monterey. So um, some people uh, are actually now part of this Bible study on Thursday nights. People who I've never met, I've never seen in person, but. They keep telling us, you don't know us, but we know you very well. We've seen you. We, we've been following uh, Grace in Espanol, and we know what you're doing, and we are waiting for you to come, come here so we can start attending the church. So that is encouraging, really encouraging. Uh, and at the same time, we see God's hands because it's not like we planned it. It's not like we came here five years ago, and, and the leadership here told us, we want to plan a church in Monterey, and we want you to get trained here. It wasn't like that. It was very organic because we came here and we, the Lord just kept reminding us about our city, about the need in our city, and and it's just been that really present in our hearts, uh, burden in our hearts. And when we've been talking to the pastor, when I've been talking to the pastor, it's that response from like, okay, be patient, keep doing what you're doing right here, keep serving and everything, just be patient and, and wait until the Lord... Um, just help lead you that, that way and we will see and I'm really grateful to to, to tell you that that's what we've seen. Uh, there have been some moments where we're like, oh, are we, should we go back? Should... There some comments of people telling us, why are you going back? You made it here. Isn't that what people want to do? Just come here and don't go back? Um, you're good here, right? So... But no, no, you, you obviously see, and I know that especially you ladies here understand that um, the call that God places in, in the hearts of, of some of us to to go to other nations to to plant churches, which is obviously not easy, but it is. we want to be acting according to His will. We want to be in, in um, work and, and serve in harmony with what His purposes are. We don't want to be, against God's will, and he just puts that in the heart, and and the same way he put that desire to come here five years ago, we've seen how he opened the doors for us to get here, we're seeing the same thing now, for uh, or going back. So, um, obviously, I, I, this is the church logo, and some of the commitments and priorities that I'm, I'm sure you understand, or you know very well. Iglesia Biblica de Monterrey, which is Kind of like Monterey Bible Church, very similar to that, and the logo is um, well the mountains obviously, <laughs> and uh, the Bible right there the the bottom. Um, this leadership training part is really really uh, interesting and encouraging at the same time because I just mentioned how the Lord has been opening the doors for us to go back, and He always always been um, leading us or reminding us about the need in our city, but when we came here. For uh, forgetting, five years ago, 2016, summer of two, 2016. We, uh, n- we didn't know anyone from Monterey here, and the, the Spanish Ministry never had a, any intern from Monterey before. So we were the first ones here from Monterey, and a month later, a month, month and a half later, I, I was walking on campus, and then Alberto Solano, uh, who was working on admissions back there, is like, Eduardo or Lalo, come here. There is a family from Monterey visiting. I'm like what? Really? Well, this family is the Perez family, and he—I don't want to make the story, the story really long, but um, he—he's here now. He moved here a year and a half, uh, year, and a half after, year and a half after we arrived. They are—he's uh, graduating next May. And um, the pastor's leadership here has been, uh, see us as to work as in a team. So we know each other now. We never met in Monterey. We met here. Um, we've, our, relationship, our relationship has just been uh, growing for, for the past three or four years. It, they are a blessing for our family and and we are looking forward to work as a team. He's an intern and he works here in the Shepherd's Conference Department or the Conference Department. Um, and... Again, it's like how God brought another family from Monterey. We've been spending time together for the past three or four years, and and now he will be joining us the second semester of next year because he shares the same burden, the same passion for the people in Monterey. So we are really grateful for that. And uh, about the same time, like six months after arriving, this university who we... Heard very little about Which is UCLA Universidad Cristiana de las Americas So Mexican UCLA I guess Or something You'll probably remember So there's a UCLA in Monterey It's a Christian university Who has accreditation And they offer a bachelor's in theology And a master's in expository preaching So the leadership from this university Came to visit Because they want to work together With TMS, TMAI And that was also like about six months after we arrived. So, yeah, thinking back, reminds minds were like, how is this happening? We never talked to the leadership or the people from this university there. We never talked to the Paris or met the Paris in, in Montreal, and now we're meeting them here, and then we're meeting the people from the university here, and we've been spending some time together in order to see how we can serve better and train better um, Pastors and future pastors in, in our country. So Seminario Biblico Palabra de Gracia, World Grace Biblical Seminary, is located in Mexico City, and they are also working uh, towards um, getting an accreditation. It could be working together with UCLA. Uh, and also expanding to other parts of Mexico because Mexico is a big country. And and the fact of working together as a team and having that same purpose and being like-minded, which is really important, is just being uh, a blessing. And, 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 and again, it's just seeing the Lord working um, according to His purposes in His own time. Like His, his plans are just um, perfect, and His timing as well. So we are... Um, Really really amazed at, at seeing how these doors are opening for formal training for um, for uh, future future pastors and pastors in in monterey so this is this leadership training section in, in my ministry is obviously not the number one priority but I cannot ignore it because that 's part of the reason i'm currently working in my thM which is the masters in theology just to be able to have that um, better level of academic uh, stand there so I can also serve in a better way in my in the context of of, of Mexico of my country. Um, this, that's a picture of the Zoom uh, meeting from last Thursday, actually. So, um, and that's David. I know he's not looking up, but his fa- his family is on the other picture. That's my graduation, and that's David and David's family and our family. Um, so we've been meeting once a week through Zoom for the past year and a half. We've been covering fundamentals of the faith. Um, and yeah, there are about 15, 20 people. Last Thursday, there were 22 people. Um, so this is uh, something of what I previously mentioned, right? We're working together to um, become and serve as elders in, in the church, in Monterey Bible Church. This is uh, a little bit about the 10-year plan, um, which, as, as you can imagine, is first well established, the church. Keep having this uh, um, Bible studies probably twice a month for the beginning, uh, for, for, for starting the, the first months. Seek to um, serve men in our church just the way we learn here, uh, potential leaders in the future and spend time with them. Serve um, the seminary, War of Grace Seminary, in, in any capacity that we, we can do that. And for 2025, 2026, we're looking at probably establishing a counseling center, which is something that is completely absent in the evangelical world in Mexico. It's, um, it's it, There are very few um, uh, pastors and churches who are actually practicing biblical counseling, so we see that as something really important. Um, and we would love to just plant other churches, right? Because that's what we've seen and learned, churches plant churches. So maybe in the in the future we could also um, be able to receive future seminary grads, and as you see that northeast part of Mexico, um, there's a lot of need and a lot of people live there. So uh, it's not just about planting one church, but trying to cover as much area as possible. So um, thank you for for this uh, opportunity. This is a really great. Um, some lines here that only reconciled people can worship, more reconciled people, more worship. And God's ultimate meaning for life is worship. So God's ultimate plan for his church is missions. The extent you're committed to missions equals the extent you're committed to worship. Um, and that's just a great reminder that, uh, that we we want to be in in, in same in same mind, just be understand the importance of worship, understanding of missions, and and see the way that we can help others, serve others, and just you know spread the gospel to the ends of the world. So in our case, it's not really far away, but I can tell you firsthand that there is it is a place where the gospel is currently not being preached, or there are very few sound good churches and. We just want to, to, to be a part of this small uh, percentage in, in order to remain faithful and hopefully grow for the for the glory of God. Um, we are currently thinking on and planning on leaving late January. Um, I'm I'm looking to have my ordination exam in uh, second week of January, and uh, God willing approval from the elders and that elders meeting on on January which is the third Wednesday, third Thursday so that next Sunday uh, will be our, God willing our last Sunday here at Grace or send off and again we're just really grateful for how things have been developing there are still some some needs obviously we are um, close to 80% of our one time Expense. So we cover. Uh, God's been moving the hearts of a lot of people, and um, we just been uh, amazed at, at how the response has been. Uh, we are currently around eighty percent, and about fifty percent, sixty percent of our monthly budget. So um, we hope to to get some responses from the church we we've, we've been visiting, because for the past two months we've been spending. Ten days in San Antonio, visiting three churches there from TMS Grads. And then ten days in Dallas and a little bit north, Ohio. We were there. We we're in Cincinnati and Columbus area. Um, this weekend, I'm, I'm going to um, Chicago. Uh, I hope I said that right. Because, but yeah, Illinois. Um, so I'm going to be there and I'm preaching on a church on Sunday. Um, my family is not coming with me this time, but uh, uh, again, it's, it's just uh, uh, opportunities that the Lord has been giving us to share uh, what's in our heart, the ministry in Monterey, to different churches and places. And as you can imagine, Texas is like really strategic for us because they're close, like really close. And as a matter of fact, just a quick story, we, when, when I finished preaching or teaching or sharing uh, the churches there, by the end of the service, people will come up to us and be like, "I'm from Monterey. I have relatives in Monterey, so finally, I can give, I can tell my in-laws or my my children, my sons or my sister, or my brother that there is a good church in Monterey." So, um, it, it, again, it's just this is the first time we've been doing this. This is completely new to us, and honestly, we 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 see how God takes care of everything if if we are just uh, working in line and according to his plan so um, i don't know if you have any questions um, any ideas concerns suggestions you already know where you'll be when you back that's a good question yes <laughs> um, well we are uh, we have a, a a plan b i guess <laughs> We we were living in an apartment, a really small apartment before coming here. Um, but obviously, it's not the same family that left. Now we are four, not three. So um, we we are still working on that. Uh, I know there are opportunities for us to to buy, which is really good because, as you know, renting is is good when you have no other option. So. Um, we're hoping to 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 be wise in that, so we are saving right now uh, and and hoping to make that decision in the next in the next month because um we have family right so that's why I mentioned that we kind of have a plan B, but uh, obviously the best is just to have our own place, so we're just trying to be wise with how we manage that uh, so we're 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 targeting for like downtown maybe a little bit south of the city um just so that it's easy for people to access it via public transportation or like uh, if they have their own cars but as you probably know or seen firsthand, in Mexico, public transportation is really important and it's and it's efficient in a way because you can get to different places through public transportation so so that's one priority just. That, a place, location that it's accessible for, for most Thank
1: you Well if you have more questions, including I think we didn't get to hear the full story on how they met, which Lauren was alluding to, so I'm thinking those need to be some questions afterwards too, and you can come over and say hi to Gabriel and Marion and meet Valeria as well Well, we've had such a full semester and gotten to see a much better picture of the Ibero-American world, haven't we? From Spain to Colombia to Mexico, all throughout, and many other places that our missionaries are serving throughout the Spanish-speaking world, and yet we see the common factor, isn't it, that the Word of God is greatly needed in all of these places, whether it be the prosperity gospel, the Catholic Church, or other errant doctrines that are going through, and just materialism and worldliness, so... We see that this is the common, the common need everywhere. And we all are living testimonies of what the Word of God does in people's lives, aren't we? We have the blessing of being taught under great teachers and pastors who are shepherding us and faithfully teaching us. The Lord's Word, and we have the blessing of even doing that in our women's ministries, which is also a rare thing. So we can see it in our own lives, and we really desire to see the Lord use these guerdos to do this in Monterey, as well as in the surrounding areas, and we want to pray toward that end. So let's go to the Lord now. Our gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, it has been such a blessing to hear of the marvelous work throughout this whole semester as you are building your kingdom amongst the Spanish-speaking world, Lord. And we thank you so much that despite all the obstacles and despite the just the sin of the human heart, Lord, that you are changing people's lives and you are drawing people to repentance, that you are building your church, God. And despite the Reformation not ever reaching some of these areas, Lord, that you are now turning people's hearts toward loving and desiring your word, Lord, and the truth and the veracity of your, your scriptures, God. And so we ask that your um, blessing would be on Eduardo and Valeria as they now return to Monterey. And we thank you so much already, Father, for encouraging them with these like-minded partnerships as they've been here, even through Ukla, Lord, and through the other family that is studying here, God. And as you continue to build just an awareness of the church that they are planting there, Lord. We ask that you would continue to grow it, not just in numbers, Father, but that you would make the um, people's hearts love your word, that they would desire to know Christ, they would desire to know you, Father, above all else, and that they would desire um, the true teaching of your word. Father, we ask that that would change their hearts and impact them, Lord, as they go out in their workplaces, in their neighborhoods, to share the truth of the gospel with a lost and dying world. Lord, we ask for all the details of church planting. Lord, it is not an easy job. It is not an easy task. And so we're thankful for their hearts to desire to just please and serve you, Father, as they do this, seeing the incredible need in their city, Lord. We ask that you would give them grace and wisdom, that you would give them great humility, Father, as they desire to shepherd the flock there and to take wise steps, even in these foundational times, Lord, we pray for all the details as you transition their family back to Monterey, Lord. We pray for Gabriel and Marion Father, that they would love their city, that they would desire to um, help their parents and obey their parents, that they would love the ministry, God. And we pray for great wisdom for both Eduardo and Valeria as they shepherd their kids, Father, as they parent them and give an example to their church, Lord, and their community of godly parenting and even of your love for us, Father. God, we ask that you would protect them, that you would keep them safe, and that you would bless them as they seek to honor you, Father. And even as we see how you have blessed Joseph, Lord, and all those who seek to honor you, that you would um, expand their ministry for the sake of your kingdom, that you would grow them, Lord, and use them as a beacon in that city, Father, to shine brightly for the name of Christ. We praise you and honor you, Lord, for all that you have showed us and taught us this semester. And we are eager to see how you continue to work in the Spanish-speaking world, Lord. Thank you for your amazing work. In Christ's name, amen.